Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris, and we are broadcasting from makeshift studios in the shadow of South Central Virginia. Follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. Email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it, and it helps people to find the show. And folks, back Again, in the time just before, I guess, the official start of summer. I feel like we've been in summer for a while now, but things are are heating up and getting busy. And I'm trying to get a lot of work stuff done. I'm trying to get a lot of podcast stuff done before July really kicks in because I'm taking some uh, time off for vacation and stuff in July and just getting caught up on stuff. And my wife and I just finally finished the third season of Ted Lasso, and what a great show that was. I guess it's over now and uh, wrapped up really, really well. I won't do any spoilers if you're still trying to catch up, but I wanted to say that I really, really enjoyed it, and it was exciting for me. Today, we look at The Great American Bash 92 from WCW. The Great American Bash 92 was shown on pay-per-view on July the 12th, 1992 from the Albany Civic Center in Albany, Georgia. There were 8,000 in attendance. Opening intro showing the team still in the NWA Tag Team Tournament. This is the first WCW pay-per-view I ever saw. A friend of my uncle's taped it and I watched it the next weekend at my uncle's house. Tony Schiavone and Magnum TA welcome us to the Great American Bash. They discuss the matches coming up tonight. They show Terry Gordy and Steve Williams advancing by beating the Steiner brothers at the Clash. They say that Nagami from the Japanese team has suffered an eye injury and is not here. They announce that Shinya Hashimoto will take his place and then throw it to Jim Ross and Jesse Ventura. They discuss Sting's title defense against Vader coming up. Eric Bischoff interviews Cowboy Bill Watts. Watts talks about the rule differences between WCW and the NWA and makes it as clear as mud. Thanks, Bill. Brian Pillman and Jushin Liger versus Ricky Steamboat and Nikita Koloff. This match holds a special place in my heart, and I will tell you why when we get to that moment. Liger and Pillman come out to a great reception. Steamboat and Koloff also get a great reaction when they come out. Pillman and Koloff start. They battle for position and Pillman with a side headlock. Koloff just throws Pillman off of him. Koloff just too powerful for Pillman. Pillman with a front face lock and Koloff just powers up again and Ventura on Koloff's case about abusing Medusa and he flusters JR a bit. Pillman jumps over Koloff and drop kicks him and the crowd wakes up for that move. He tries to come with the corner mounted punches, but Koloff easily overpowers Pillman with an inverted atomic drop. Speed versus power here and power is winning so far. Koloff charges Pillman and Pillman moves out of the way. Koloff puts on the brakes only to get rolled up by Pillman for a two count. Liger tagged in to great fanfare from the crowd. He works Koloff over and Pillman tagged back in. Pillman and Liger have to use their quickness to their advantage. More quick tags as they work over the shoulder of Koloff. They each take the shoulder and run it into the corner trying to take away Koloff's ability to hit the Russian sickle. Koloff powers up and shoves Liger off. Liger comes back with a shoulder block, but Koloff doesn't move at all. He needs to tag Steamboat in. Liger with a drop kick, 
and another shoulder block and Koloff goes down this time. Pillman and Liger go back to the quick tags that have worked for them so far. Koloff gets a back elbow on Pillman and tags Steamboat in. The crowd comes to life for that. Steamboat a house of fire as he hits Pillman, brings Liger into the ring with a snap mare, and runs his opponent's heads together. The crowd cheers and the Three Stooges will be proud. Pillman goes outside and Steamboat throws Liger through the ropes onto Pillman. Pillman gets back in the ring and Steamboat gets Pillman down on the mat. Pillman in an armbar, but gets back to his feet. Pillman goes for a move after he gets out and Steamboat catches him with an inverted atomic drop. It's a wonder that Pillman had kids after this match. Steamboat gets Pillman back down with an arm drag. The crowd is only reacting to the big moves here. Pillman comes back and Liger tagged in. Double drop kick by Pillman and Liger and the crowd love that move. Steamboat comes back with some moves and Koloff tagged in. Koloff with a back elbow to Liger and Pillman tagged in. Good even pace match here. Steamboat tagged in as well. Steamboat with a side headlock on Pillman on the mat and gets a few one counts when Pillman's shoulders go down to the mat. Pillman back to his feet and gets a backdrop. Pillman strings together some moves but can't get the three count. Liger tagged in and gets Steamboat down and then it happens. Liger hits the first moonsault I ever saw in my life. You have to remember, folks, I had only watched WCW for a little while here, and I watched the WWF before that for about a year, a little over a year, and they didn't do moves like that then all the time. The crowd popped, and so did I. I saw my best friend later that same day, and I tried to explain the move to him. It was so impressive to me. Liger only gets a two count, though. Liger hits a tombstone pile driver. Another two count. Liger can't keep Steamboat down. Steamboat with a side suplex and Koloff tagged in. Several elbow drops to Liger gets a two count. Koloff with a headlock. Liger comes back, but Koloff catches him with a knee to the midsection. Steamboat tagged back in. Steamboat hits a series of backbreakers to Liger. Steamboat with a running power slam, but Pillman breaks up the tag. Koloff tagged in. Double Irish whip and back elbows to Liger. Koloff gets a two count. Jesse says Liger looks like the Predator, so take a shot if you're drinking at home. Liger up on his feet and reaching towards Pillman. Koloff pulls Liger away before he can make the tag. Jesse then busts out close only counts and horseshoes and hand grenades. And who knew it would be Jesse that to get you drunk this early? Take a shot as Steamboat is tagged in. Steamboat gets a roll up for a two count. Steamboat with an Irish whip and drops his head. Liger kicks him and Pillman tagged in. Pillman cleans house. The fans are now into this match big time. Pillman slows it down with a side headlock on the mat. Liger tagged in and drop kicked Steamboat while Pillman was holding him. Liger with a barrage of moves and Steamboat comes up and starts hitting Liger like Liger owes him money. Koloff tagged in and Liger hits him with several shots and I wouldn't make Koloff angry for anything in the world, folks. Koloff hits a shoulder block. Pillman comes in and hits Koloff with a drop kick from behind. A little heelish from Pillman. Pillman then tagged in and keeps up the offense on Koloff. Double teaming by Liger and Pillman on Koloff, but they can't get the pin. Koloff is too powerful. A top rope drop kick to Koloff gets a close two count for Pillman. Pillman hooks a sleeper on Koloff. Koloff comes back with a jawbreaker. A double count going. Both Steamboat and Liger tagged in. Liger with an enziguri. The crowd is hot for action. Steamboat with an Irish whip. Pillman tagged in and gets a crossbody on Steamboat for a two count. A series of covers for two counts by both men. Pillman goes up top, but Steamboat falls back on the ropes. All four men in now and Pillman hits the crossbody. But Steamboat rolls through and gets the pin. The crowd goes wild. Eric Bischoff talks to the Steiner brothers, who had been eliminated from the tournament at the Clash and then lost the World Tag Team Championship to Gordian Williams the week before this at the Omni. They say they are going to regroup and that this isn't over with Gordian Williams. 
Hiroshi Hase and Shinya Hashimoto versus the fabulous Freebirds Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin. Hayes and Hase start and a lot of attention has been made towards the subbing of Hashimoto and what that means for the tournament. The Freebirds trying to get the crowd into the match. They have a feeling out process to begin. JR mentions that Hase was a college professor before becoming a pro wrestler and Jesse says I bet he even speaks Japanese and JR says fluently. And that tickled me for some reason. Jesse says that's not an easy language to learn. Hayes doing some good wrestling here with Hase. Garvin tagged in. Hashimoto also tagged in. They do some moves and counters towards each other. Slow paced match so far. Hayes trying to get the crowd into this match. Hayes tagged in and Hayes working Hashimoto over. Hashimoto with a throat thrust and Hayes gasping for air and upset I'm sure because that's his drinking throat. Hase tagged in and working Hayes over. Hase hits a gut buster on Hayes and that also makes him mad because that's his drinking stomach. Hayes is like my wife when she's on vacation. He enjoys some day drinking. Hashimoto back in and hitting Hayes with some kicks. Hashimoto with an impressive heel kick. But Garvin breaks up the penitent. Hashimoto with a fallaway slam into a bridge but only gets a two count. Garvin trying to get the crowd into the match. But I think that's a lost cause at this point. The Japanese team double teaming Hayes and Garvin gets caught up with the referee when he tries to come in to help. Hayes able to run the Japanese team into each other. He is then able to hit both of his opponents with left-hand strikes. Garvin tagged in and he is cleaning house and the crowd is into it. All four men in now and the fans are chanting for the DDT. The referee gets Hayes out allowing Hashimoto to kick Garvin in the face and Hase to hit the Northern Light suplex to get the pin. Tony Giovanni is with Bill Watts and Hiro Matsuda representing the Yamazaki Corporation, I mean New Japan Pro Wrestling. And Watts is holding the big gold belt. Watts talks about the NWA tournament being held in Japan. And I'm distracted by Watts' tie and his not being way too small and tight. Watts says they took Ric Flair's nameplate off the belt and the new winner's name will go on the belt. Someone should have told Watts that it's not a good idea to say Ric Flair's name at the bash if it isn't there. Remember Bash 91? Watts says he hopes to have the winner wrestle Sting for a consolidation match to only have one world champion. Somewhere in the back, Vader is taking that comment personally. Rick Rude and Steve Austin with Medusa versus Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham. Rude does his usual pre-match speech. The faces come out to a fantastic reaction. Austin and Windham start and Austin is in tremendous shape here. They go back and forth as Jesse goes off about Windham's taped fist again. Austin gets a two count with a handful of tights. Wyndham gets awesome with a punch and the crowd goes wild and Jesse goes irate. He and JR argue over the fist as Medusa and Rude check on Austin, who was knocked to the apron. Austin back in. Austin being hit and bouncing back and forth between the faces and Austin is selling his ass off here. He goes to the floor to regroup. He then tags Rude in. Rude and Wyndham tie up and Rhodes tagged in. Rude hitting Rhodes with forearms in the corner. Rhodes comes back after an Irish whip with a boot to the face and a clothesline. They go back and forth and Rhodes hits a big belly-to-back suplex. Rhodes gets Rude down with an armbar into a hammerlock on the mat. Rude back to his feet and runs Rhodes into the corner. He gets a rear chin lock on as Jesse says that the only bad thing about Dustin Rhodes is his fat old man and JR says that Jesse is belligerent today and Jesse says he has to be his best today because of the tag tournament. Rhodes reverses a tombstone piledriver attempt to hit one on Rude. Austin breaks up the pin attempt. Rude gets his knees up on a Rhodes splash attempt. Austin tagged in as the heels take over on Rhodes. Austin kicking Rhodes repeatedly in the stomach. Austin catches Rhodes with a clothesline after being corner whipped by Rhodes. Things are picking up here. Back and forth and Rhodes catching Austin with some knees and kicks of his own. 
Rhodes kicks Austin out on the floor and then follows them out. He throws Austin back in. Rhodes gets an abdominal stretch on. They go back and forth and Rhodes goes back to the abdominal stretch. Wyndham tagged in and hits a big lariat to Austin from the top rope and the crowd comes alive for that move. He only gets a two count though. Austin was able to reverse an Irish whip and get a backdrop, but he needs to tag Root in. Root is tagged in and immediately attacks Wyndham's back. He follows it up with a belly-to-back suplex and some shots to Wyndham, and Root is acting methodically like a surgeon. He gets a two-count, runs Wyndham into Austin's boot, and Austin tagged in. Austin gets Wyndham on the top rope and looks to take a page from Wyndham's book with a superplex, but before he can hit it, Wyndham hits a headbutt and Austin bounces halfway across the ring. Wyndham off the ropes with a crossbody for a two-count. Medusa gets up on the apron and Anderson comes over to get her down. This allows the Dangerous Alliance to double-team Wyndham and get him down. The referee is distracted by both Rhodes and Medusa as a result. This reminds me of my residence at work. Rhodes hits a top-rope drop kick on Wyndham for a two-count. Rhodes follows that up with a pile driver. He had trouble with that move because Wyndham is so tall. Rhodes breaks up the pin attempt. Austin tagged in and he hits Wyndham with a double-axe handle and then goes over and hits Rhodes on the apron. Austin hitting anything that moves. I know some people who are like that at all-you-can-eat buffets, but I digress. A suplex gets another two-count for Austin, who has been wondering, what do I have to do to put this guy away? The crowd finally comes to life with a berry chin. Austin tags Root in, and they both grab Wyndham to keep him from tagging Rhodes in. Wyndham runs into the corner buckle. He finally reverses it and runs Root in instead. Wyndham with a backdrop, but Root tags Austin in, and they keep Rhodes from being tagged in by keeping Wyndham away from the corner. Wyndham thrown to the outside and Rhodes comes over to check on him. Austin throws Wyndham back in. Wyndham coming back with a series of right hands to Austin. Austin catches Wyndham with a boot to the face and Austin gets a two count while his feet are on the ropes for leverage. Austin is not deterred, though he gets Wyndham down with a snap mare and a headlock. Austin puts his boots back on the ropes. Rhodes in to complain and Rude helping Austin while the referee is trying to get Rhodes out and the dangerous alliance are playing their opponents and the referee like a fiddle in this match. Rude in and picks up a headlock on Wyndham, but there was no tag made. The referee should make Rude get out. He does make Rude get out, but Austin and Rude still keep Wyndham in their corner. Austin with an Irish whip and a backdrop. He then hits Wyndham with a series of right hands to the face. Wyndham sneaks an inside cradle in, but only gets a two count. Double clothesline and both men down. My friend Billy once ran into a clothesline in the dark running at full strength, and he went down like that. So it's an effective move. Austin with a belly-to-back suplex and Rude tagged in. Wyndham seems to not know where he is. Wyndham finally gets an inverted atomic drop on Rude, and no one sells an atomic drop like Rick Rude. Wyndham goes for a clothesline, but they run into each other and both men down. Both get up and Rhodes and Austin tagged in. Rhodes with a bionic elbow and a lariat to Austin and a drop kick to Rude to knock him out of the ring. Rhodes sent in on a corner whip, jumps up to the second buckle, and hits a back elbow. Excellent move, but Rude breaks up the tag. Rhodes goes out with Rude and runs Rude into the corner post. Austin tries to pile drive Wyndham into the ring, but gets hit with a top row blariot by Rhodes, who then pins Austin. Eric Bischoff interviews Vader and Harley Race. They say Vader is ready, and soon there will be a lot of disappointed little stingers. Jim and Jesse talk about Halloween Havoc coming up and then preview the semifinals. Ricky Steamboat and Nikita Koloff versus Terry Gordy and Steve Williams. Williams and Gordy come to the ring wearing their newly won WCW Tag Team titles. Gordy and Steamboat start, and Gordy with a side headlock to get Steamboat down to the mat. They are slowing things down, and the crowd doesn't want that. They want hard-hitting action. 
Williams in and they exchange moves on the mat. They get to the ropes and break clean. The crowd sounds like they all went for popcorn. Gordy and Koloff both tagged in. Brief scramble and Williams tagged back in. Literally nothing happening in this match. It's just boring. They were doing a lot of mat-based stuff. Koloff hits Gordy with a shoulder block and that brings the crowd to life. But the wrestlers can't have that so they go back to mat-based stuff. The crowd goes back dead. Tags made. No one cares though. Williams hits the clothesline to Steamboat, but no one cares. Heels quick tagging and goading Koloff in so that they can double team. Referee Mike Atkins makes Williams get out when he doesn't see a tag. He finally tags in and more mat-based stuff on Steamboat. Koloff tries to get the crowd into this match and they care for about five seconds, four seconds more than I would have. Koloff tagged in and the heels just took over on him. They guillotine Koloff a couple of times and then Williams tying Koloff up on the mat. Koloff gets one move, but misses the corner charge, and Gordy gets him in the STF. Williams tagged in, and he and Koloff exchanged shots. Williams with the Boston Crab. Koloff fighting the move, and the crowd chaining Nikita. Koloff fights out. Gordy tagged in and gets Koloff in the STF before Koloff can tag Steamboat in. Koloff fights out again, but Williams tagged in, and again Koloff kept away from tagging. Koloff kicks out of the power slam, but it wasn't very forceful. Koloff pushes off from an Oklahoma stampede attempt but he and Williams crack heads and both men down, a double count going. Steamboat tagged in and hitting both heels with throw thrust. He chops Williams and then runs both heels together. He gets Williams down, but Gordy keeps coming in and Steamboat keeps having to battle Gordy away. Now all four in and Koloff battling Gordy in the corner while Steamboat goes up top and hits a karate shot. He goes up top again for the crossbody. The referee is busy getting Koloff out and doesn't see Gordy push Steamboat into Williams' arms. Williams hits a modified stampede to pin Steamboat. Jim and Jesse talk about the last match and preview the next one. Hiroshi Hase and Shinya Hashimoto versus Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham. The winner to meet Gordy and Williams in the finals. Rhodes and Hase start. Chain wrestling and clean breaks by both men. Rhodes with the wrist lock. He tags Windham in and Windham picks up the wrist lock. They exchange reversals and Windham gets an arm bar takedown. The crowd again deflated and not into this match at all. Test of strength and Hase won't go down, but able to bridge up and hit Wyndham with a back kick. Hashimoto tagged in. Hashimoto wants a test of strength. The crowd once again doesn't seem to care. A woman at ringside has rocked her baby to sleep. Another guy has made his weekly grocery list. Three people paid their quarterly taxes. Anything but get into what WCW was presenting them in the ring. Rhodes tagged in. They do some shoulder blocks and neither man moves. Hase tagged in. Wyndham's also tagged in. Nice even pace match, but again, the crowd doesn't care. One guy in the crowd working on his doctoral thesis. Wyndham gets Hase down on the mat, but Hase keeps bridging out to avoid the pin. Hashimoto tagged in. Rose tagged in and the teams are just going through the motions. The Japanese team hits a scary looking spike pile driver, but Rose rolls out to the apron. Rose gets back in the ring and hitting Hase hard with some shots, and I believe Rose is pissed about the pile driver. I remember Jim Cornette talking about Dusty Rhodes telling Big Bubba, don't do shit you don't know how to do. Dustin is conveying the same message with the caveat that they shouldn't do things if they can't do them properly. Hashimoto in and the Japanese team hits a double shoulder block. Referee Nick Patrick makes Hashimoto get out because he didn't see the tag. Hase and Rhodes chopping each other hard and the crowd has come to life a little bit. They like the hard jobs. Hashimoto comes in and that brings Wyndham in and now all four men going at him. Patrick gets Wyndham and Hase out of the ring. Hashimoto gets Rhodes down and Hase tagged back in and the Japanese team took advantage of the five count to double team Rhodes and keep him down. Hase goes for a double knee drop from the top rope, but Rhodes moves out of the way. 
Wyndham tagged in and he cleans house. He gets a couple of two counts on Hatsue. All four men in the ring again and this one is breaking down. Hashimoto thrown out to the floor and Wyndham hits Hase with a lariat to get the pin. The crowd comes to life to celebrate the win. Tony and Magnum talk about the finals coming up and then talk to Ron Simmons. He talks about becoming the world's champion. WCW World Heavyweight Championship match. Sting versus Big Van Vader with Harley Race. Vader out first and he is in full mask mode. He sets off the smoke when he gets into the ring. Sting gets the biggest ovation of the night when he comes out. The crowd goes wild for him. JR runs down all of the former WCW wrestlers Sting has beaten, including Ric Flair, Lex Luger, and Sid Vicious. They are face-to-face as the bell rings. They push each other to begin. Vader gets Sting in a corner and just pummels him. Referee Randy Anderson finally gets Vader away as Sting falls to the mat. Vader with a short-arm clothesline to Sting as soon as Sting gets up and Sting rolls to the outside to regroup, and I think that's a sound strategy. Back in, Sting ducks a clothesline attempt by Vader and hits Vader with one to no avail. Sting with a crossbody attempt, but Vader catches Sting and just throws him away. They show Tony Schiavone and Ron Simmons watching the match, and I think that's a unique angle to watch from. Sting back to his feet, encircling Vader, who tells Sting to bring it. Sting was my favorite wrestler at the time, so seeing this match not knowing what was going to happen was a thrill for me. Vader hitting Sting in the corner again. Vader with a corner clothesline, but Sting moves on the charge. Sting with a belly-to-back suplex and a pair of clotheslines to knock Vader out of the ring, and the crowd comes to life unlike any other time of the night so far. Race complains that Vader went over the top rope. Vader wants a test of strength. The crowd doesn't want Sting to do it. They almost lock up twice before Vader gets Sting in the test of strength. Vader winning easily before Sting gets a thumb into the eyes and hits Vader with, and Vader is rocking. Sting knocking Vader down with right hands and drop kicks, and the crowd pops huge for those moves. They've been wanting something to come to life for all night. Vader out to the apron and Sting goes to clothesline Vader back in. He does and gets a two count. Sting goes for a stinger splash, but Vader catches him with a double hand clap to knock Sting down. Vader with an Irish whip, but Sting holds onto the ropes and kicks Vader down. The crowd loving everything that Sting does here. He gets an inside cradle for a two count. Vader goes back to the outside to regroup. Vader reverses an Irish whip. Sting goes for a sunset flip, and Vader comes right down on his chest. Vader poses, and Jesse says Vader has a physique. He's just not as cut as a bodybuilder. JR said he heard bodybuilding's not doing so well, and Jesse says there's no money in it. Vince McMahon can stay cool all summer long with the shade that's being thrown his way here. Vader punishing Sting with elbow drops. Vader gets a two count. Vader picks Sting up and just throws him across the ring like Sting was a rag doll. Vader with a step over toehold. Crowd doesn't like that one bit. Vader gets the scorpion death lock on Sting as we look over Tony Schiavone and Ron Simmons' shoulder again. Sting fighting to get out of the move. I'm getting distracted because there's a woman who looks like my ex-mother-in-law in the audience and she didn't ever tell me that she was a wrestling fan. What are you doing in the audience, Paula? Sting breaks the hold and the crowd cheers. Sting back to his feet, but Vader hits him with his right hands to knock Sting back. An Irish whip and a clothesline knocks Sting down again as Ray yells at him to quit. Vader with the power slam for a two count and the announcers can't believe that Sting kicked out. Vader takes Sting, put him in a corner, and headbutts him down. Sting fighting back and the crowd is digging it. Sting runs and hits a cannonball to Vader and the crowd love that move. Sting follows that up with a DDT. Sting then charges into Vader and both men down. Vader starts to go up top, but Sting gets up and kicks Vader horizontally onto the ropes. Sting gets Vader up on his shoulders and slams him back and the crowd pops for that one. They like everything that Sting does. 
He's about the only one they have reacted to all night. He gets a two and a half count. Sting goes for a belly to back suplex, but Vader catches him with a back elbow. Sting gets a side headlock on. The referee gets hit accidentally and is momentarily down. Sting with a bridging belly to back suplex for another two and a half count. Sting gets only one foot on a drop kick, but hits the Stinger splash and momentum has seemed to go Sting's way. Sting pushes Vader into another corner and splashes Vader again, but Sting gets higher on this one and hits his own head on the corner post. Vader falls back to the mat while Sting is laying flat across the ropes and the referee is checking on Sting. The crowd coming to and cheering for Sting. JR says Sting is bleeding from his forehead. Sting falls back to the mat as Race urges Vader to get up. Vader gets a two count. Sting gets up, but takes wild shots at Vader, misses them, and falls back to the mat. Vader powerbombs Sting and pins him to become the new WCW World Heavyweight Champion. It's damning with faint praise, I know, but this is the match of the night so far, folks. The crowd mostly boos at the announcement, but Vader does have some fans in the audience. The referee checks on Sting as Vader grabs his belt, makes the V sign and says no pain, and leaves with race as Ron Simmons and some other officials come to the ring to check on Sting. Nikita Koloff also out to check on Sting as Jesse and JR talk about the match. The crowd cheers as Sting gets to his feet. Tony and Magnum talk about the last match. Eric talks to Vader and Race. Race says it went just like it was supposed to go. Vader is the man in wrestling today. Vader says he is standing on top of the world, but doesn't answer if he will give Sting a rematch. Finals of the NWA World Tag Team Tournament. Ole Anderson is the special referee for the match. Steve Williams and Terry Gordy versus Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes. The new tag team belts are shown. The faces get a good reaction when they come out, but the fans get loud when the faces get into the ring and you see it's because the Steiner brothers have come out and are walking towards the ring. Ole Anderson comes out and tells them they can't be at ringside and makes Doug Dellinger take them to the back. Ole explains the rules to the two teams, Wyndham and Williams start and vie for position. The crowd has gone back to silent for this match. Color me shocked. They trade wrestling moves. Gordy tagged in. Rhodes also tagged in and again both vie for position and the crowd wouldn't care if the wrestlers set themselves on fire in the ring. Gordy grabs a leg and Rhodes counters with some elbows. Jesse says that Ole is going to let some things go because these are grown men and they are professionals. Williams tagged in after Rhodes has gotten Gordy down and Wyndham with a figure four on Gordy. Gordy gets to the ropes. Williams gets tagged in. He gets Wyndham down with a belly-to-belly suplex. They go back to some mat-based wrestling. That is actually very good, but I think at this point, if the crowd was set on fire themselves, they wouldn't react. Jesse says the crowd is still stunned that Sting lost in the previous match, and JR says he can understand that emotion. Williams runs Wyndham into the heels corner and tags Gordy in and then holds Wyndham for Gordy to hit, which brings Rhodes in. But Ole gets Williams out before Rhodes can get in all the way, but not before Gordy can hit Wyndham with the right hand. Gordy with the corner clothesline to knock Wyndham down. Rhodes tagged in and Gordy gets him down, but Rhodes coming with back elbows to avoid going down for the pin. Rhodes grabs the leg and goes to work on him. Gordy drags Rhodes over to the corner and Williams tagged in. They trade moves again. Williams grabs some hair and gets Rhodes down. JR says it wasn't ethical, but it was effective. Jesse says, who cares about ethics? This is wrestling. Rhodes with a series of moves, but Williams is so big he can almost reach the ropes from any position. Williams with a single leg to Rhodes and Gordy tagged in. Gordy gets the STF on. Ole asks Rhodes if he wants to give up and Rhodes tries to get out of the move. Rhodes is limping, but gets back to his feet and gets a sleeper on. Gordy reaches back and tags Williams in. Williams with a double axe handle off the top rope to Rhodes. He gets a one count and puts a full body vice on Rhodes. Rhodes with a jawbreaker to break away from Williams. 
He hooks Williams with his legs and gets a two count. Williams gets Rhodes down with a leg lock and Gordy tagged in. Gordy gets Rhodes into a Boston Crab, but Wyndham breaks up the hold. Williams tagged in. Williams with a power slam for a two count. Williams gets Rhodes with a drop toe hold, but Rhodes tags Williams in. But Rhodes tags Wyndham in as he was going down. Nice move. Wyndham in and he is hitting both heels. He hits a backdrop on Williams and hits Gordy with a lariat as he comes in. Wyndham gets a suplex and a two count on Williams. A gut wrench suplex gets another two count. Wyndham puts a sleeper on Williams, who responds by dropping Wyndham on the top turnbuckle when Williams drops down. Gordy tagged in. He gets a couple of two counts on Wyndham. He then puts a headlock on Wyndham. Wyndham with a side suplex. Williams tagged back in. Wyndham gets Williams down, but Williams grabs the foot of Wyndham to prevent the tag. Gordy tagged in. It breaks down and all four men in. Williams in with a front face lock into a modified abdominal stretch on Wyndham. Wyndham gets to the ropes. Gordy tagged in. Wyndham pushes off, but they collide in the middle of the ring and both men down. A berry chant goes out and Rhodes and Williams both tagged in. Rhodes cleans house but gets hit from behind by Williams. Williams gets Rhodes down on the mat with a front face lock. Rhodes gets back to his feet. Williams hits Rhodes with his knee and Gordy back in. Gordy gets the clothesline for a two count. The heels get Rhodes into their corner and he tries to fight them off to get to his own corner and tagged. Williams hitting the corner buckles with Rhodes on his shoulder going for the stampede. Wyndham in and drop kicks Rhodes onto Williams but Ole is tied up with Gordy in the heels corner. He only gets a two count and all four men in again. Wyndham battles to the outside with Gordy. Williams misses a corner charge. Rhodes goes for a bulldog, but Williams pushes Rhodes off onto Gordy's back as Gordy is on the apron battling Wyndham. Rhodes falls to the mat. Williams hits the clothesline and pins Rhodes, and we have new NWA World Tag Team Champions. The crowd boos a little as Gary Michael Capetta announces them as the winners, and they are presented the tag belts. They are dual champions, and they raise both belts up high. Tony and Magnum talk about the night as Williams and Gordy come up on the podium, but no one cares as the place is emptying quickly. Williams yells some stuff that I didn't understand. Gordy says they went out and did what they said they were going to do. Magnum says he wasn't as surprised as he was with Vader's win. JR and Jesse recap the night and set up for Halloween Havoc before signing off from Albany. We then get our end credits. Final thoughts. It was nice seeing the first moonsault again as well as a good sting match, but otherwise this is an avoidable show. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheJoyHairs. You can support the show at paypal.me slash couplejoepod. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joy saying so long from the heart of Virginia. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 